Welcome to the Spiritual Mamas Podcast. I'm your host, Isabel, an intuitive healer helping individuals discover easy and practical ways to develop their intuition and align them with their authentic self. In this podcast, we talk about metaphysical topics like intuitive development, spiritual awakenings, connecting with spirit, and I give you guys tarot readings and we talk about so much more. Please be sure to subscribe to this channel. And without further ado, here is today's episode. Hi guys, happy new years. It is finally 2023 and this is the start of my second season. I have just decided as my podcast progresses, each new year is going to be a new season. So now we're on season two and I am super excited to be back here with you guys and knock on wood. (laughs) So this has been the longest time period. It's been about two weeks since I've had my last cold and I'm really happy about it. If you guys listened to my last episode, January energy forecast, nonetheless, I wasn't too happy with how that podcast episode went. It was truly just because I was sick that whole entire time. I'd be urged to post something on YouTube and my podcast channels, um, mainly because I haven't really updated you guys or let you know what was going on. And I didn't have an energy forecast for December because I was so sick. My daughter just started school not too long ago. And well, I shouldn't even say not too long ago. It was September of last year. But she started school and, you know, kids always have colds, especially like, you know, if you're a parent, you definitely know what I'm talking about. Once they start school, they're constantly coming home with some type of cold or whatever it may be. So my daughter keeps coming home with these colds and passing it to everybody in the family. And then I pass it to my extended family and it's just a whole mess. So we were constantly sick for like every other week. It was like clockwork and I'm not even exaggerating when I say every other week, but constantly sick and I was so drained, but I felt like I wasn't able to give my best and I really hate when I try to force myself to do something like either to make content or to do a podcast episode when I'm not feeling up to it. But I did it anyway. I posted it. Um, But here I am again, but this reading that I'm going to do today for you guys is going to be quite different. Um, This isn't the energy forecast for the month. It's the energy forecast for the entire year. So we're going to take a look into the year ahead. It's a 12 card spread and we're not pulling out a card each month, but it's more to see the major themes and see what may be happening throughout the year. And if I can provide you with any guidance, healing or advice, that is my goal today and just to serve your greatest good. So this is going to be a collective reading. So collective meaning it's not going to be a message that's going to resonate with every single one of you. But if you are listening and you hear something that does resonate and really fits into your situation, then take it because that message was for you. There's no coincidences. Take the message if it resonates with you. Before we jump into the reading, I just want to go over a couple businessy things, what has been happening behind the scenes, because like I said, I have been absent MIA for at least maybe a month and a half, maybe almost two months. However, there's just been a lot going on in my life. I'm not really going to get into the nitty gritty of all of it. I've been sick, blah, blah, blah. But I have been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes in my business while all this stuff has been going on. I changed up a couple of my services right now. I'm going through a lot of development work. So I got rid of my calendar. You can no longer schedule a reading with me. However, I I shouldn't even say it like that. You can't schedule and book on a calendar with me. However, you can still purchase a reading and I will get back to you via email to set up a day to deliver the reading. 
Now I'm only doing email readings right now. I'm not doing Zoom face-to-face -face readings just because it's been really difficult for me lately to find the time to match the schedules and you know find a time that's gonna fit both of our schedules. So I just stuck to email readings. Sometimes I do pre-recorded video readings. I'm thinking of leaving that an option. However, this is just temporary throughout the time of my development and my life being all wacky and all these family events and all this personal life stuff going on. So again, that's the that's the beauty of having your own business is being able to kind of schedule around and fit things into your schedule as you have to. So I really enjoy that part of being like, you know, my own boss and doing all this stuff on my own time. Anyway, I digress. So with my business, I have a couple new courses. I have a spirit guide mini course. This is how to connect with your spirit guide. It's like 20 minutes long. And then I have a Claire's Masterclass, which fun fact, this is actually my very first course that I did. It was supposed to be a mini course, ended up lasting a whole hour. So I decided I'll just make it a masterclass. So um, I added that on now as well. So you can take the Claire's Masterclass. And all this is, is we talk about the Claire's. We go pretty deep uh, into it. I don't want to say very deep, but it does scratch the surface pretty good of what the Claire's are how they are, how they appear in your everyday life. And I also give you a list of exercises to develop each one of these clairs and strengthen them. And then I have the intuitive development workshop, which is the step above this, which goes into more depth. If you're very interested in learning about psychic abilities, intuitive abilities, mediumship, things like that, and how to connect with spirit and understand their language, their signs, symbols, and synchronicities, and how they communicate, then this is the workshop that you're gonna wanna take. Now, this is two hours long, about two and a half hours long, and it has a 22 page workbook. This is all self-paced, all my courses are self-paced, but the Intuitive Development Workshop, we go over a lot of topics like having a sacred space, how to create your sacred space. I give you a tour of mine. Right now, if you look behind me in the YouTube video, if you're watching it on YouTube, it is a little bit messy, but this is my sacred, sacred space. and. I tell you how to create one and I give you a tour of mine. Like I said, I talk about how to raise your vibration. I provide you with a 10 minute meditation that I use. I teach you how to ground and what grounding means. I teach you how to connect with your spirit guides. This actually comes with the spirit guide mini course that I was just talking about earlier. It's included with the intuitive development workshop. And then we go over your Claire abilities in more depth than the Claire masterclass. So a lot of the information will overlap, but there's a little bit more depth in the intuitive development workshop when I talk about the Claire's compared to the Claire's masterclass. Now, this has exercises as well. They are slightly different than the exercises that I talked about in the Claire's masterclass, but this one, what makes this special is that it has an interactive exercise. So during the workshop, when you're watching it, when we get to the Claire's portion, like say, for example, clairvoyance, I talk about the Claire, but then I have an interactive exercise that I do with you on camera and I talk you through the exercise. So we do that. And then I have a list of other exercises you can do, but we do that for each of the Claire's. And then I get more into the topic of tools and tools that you can use to help improve your intuition, like tarot cards, oracle cards. I also have pendulums and dowsing rods if you're into that. And these are all tools that I have used to help me. And I'm not just naming off a bunch of things that I never used in my entire life. I also give you recommendations for some books that I really enjoyed for my intuitive and psychic development, as well as some podcasts that I listen to. I give you additional tips. I talk about the chakras and how they are connected 
to your Claire abilities and how to figure out if they are blocked, how to cleanse them. I give you a yoga video. It's very short, only 10 minutes long, super simple yoga poses. They're not complicated to help you align and clear your chakra centers so that your abilities are going to work perfectly. And then I also give you some alternative options. If you don't want to do the yoga, I give you options of herbs that you can use and these teas that I actually have one right now that I'm drinking in my teacup. This is for the sacral chakra. And I absolutely love this tea brand. It's organic. I think it's called uh, Buddha teas or something like that. You can find it on Amazon. I actually would say get them on Amazon because they're cheaper than buying them off the website or finding it in the store. Plus, when I go to the grocery store, I can never find the chakra ones. I find there are other teas, but not like the, if you're looking at, I guess, the more like metaphysical realm of things. So, um, but they do have it on Amazon if you're interested. So that is the intuition development workshop. I also have a free quiz that you can take. It's only about 10 questions long called what is my psychic ability? I will have it linked in the description below. I have one link has everything on it. So go ahead and click the link that is below this video or this podcast episode. And you can follow that link and go ahead and take that quiz to find out or get an idea what your primary clear ability is. And if you want to develop this ability or strengthen this ability or learn more about it, then like I said, I have my Claire's Masterclass and my Intuitive Development Workshop. But enough about my courses. I do want to give you a little bit of an alert or a warning. I found a scam account of mine, a fake, an imposter. It's Intuitive Bell Tarot, spelled exactly like mine. However, there's an underscore at the very end of it. Intuitive Bell Tarot underscore. We found them on Instagram. And they did message one of my good friends and clients. So I got like a couple messages that they were reaching out to them. They're like, hey, did you make another account? I said, no, I did not. Intuitive Beltero is my only account. There's no periods. There's no numbers. There's no additional letters. It's spelled exactly like that. No underscores, none of that. So if you ever come across a Instagram or a TikTok account, even a Facebook, any on any social media platform, and it's not intuitive bell tarot, just that, that is not me. If they message you, that is not me. I will never message or reach out to you to provide you any type of service or ask for money or anything like that. I will never do that. So be very wary if, if you find any account that is intuitive bell tarot that is spelled differently, that's not me again. So just be on alert for that. And if you do find it, just report and block. Okay, I really appreciate it. I do have really big plans this year for my business. I am going to be adding some more services and more modalities to my business. I am kind of getting an interest into Reiki, um, but I haven't actually taken the step to actually taking courses yet. But I'm also getting into sound healing. I did purchase a set of chakra tuning forks. And right here, I have the heart chakra tuning fork. I found this off at Etsy. This is one of the more affordable options that I found. These are the unweighted tuning forks. I digress. As I said before, let's go ahead and jump into the reading. I know that's what you guys are waiting for. Again, this is going to be the year ahead. We're doing a whole energy forecast for the year ahead. It's a 12 card spread. And we're just going to see what the major themes are and any guidance and advice that I can provide you to serve your greatest good. So the first placement in the spread is for the previous year in review. So the card that we got for that is the Three of Swords. Now, the Three of Swords, the Suit of Swords, actually, 
is about the rational mind, your intellect, and also communication as well. So with this being in reverse, when it's upright, it's typically about betrayal, lying, being deceived, and things like that, and just, you know, truth hurts kind of quote that I'm thinking of right now when I think of the three of swords. But when it's in reverse, this can be about slow healing. So healing yourself, and I'm really feeling into this and thinking this isn't really something that somebody else did to you, like someone else betrayed you. I feel like this might be an internal thing. So maybe last year you didn't reach the expectations that you thought you were going to do. Maybe you really betrayed yourself or deceived yourself and thought that you could do something and didn't actually meet the mark to it. This is just a card saying, you know, you're going through that healing process right now. And I apologize for the light if you are watching this on YouTube and you can't see the card properly or there's a glare. But this is about self-healing and self-love. So don't be so harsh on yourself this year. Um, and you probably already realized or recognized how harsh you were or what you may have said in your own self-dialect to yourself last year. And you're like, okay, I need to cut that out. I need to get back on track. I am worthy. I do deserve these things. So let's do some self-healing, maybe some shadow work, and really dive deep into the healing process. But if this happens to be pointing towards betrayal or deceit from another person, a third party, this could just be about then you are healing from that situation. But this year, it's about setting boundaries, having that clear communication to say, hey, this isn't, I'm not going to let this happen again, okay? Like, I have these clear boundaries. I feel like if it is pointing to another person, this is a situation where this person has deceived or betrayed you before. It's not like the first time this has happened, but this is kind of like a reoccurring process, and maybe you keep forgiving and taking them back in a way. And this doesn't have to be a love situation. This can be like a friend. It's definitely about setting boundaries with other people and making sure that they're stern and understood. And if the people keep crossing those boundaries, then those are the people that you have to be very distant and just kind of cut off because it's just toxic if they keep crossing your boundaries. The second placement is the lessons learned from the past year. And for that card placement, we have the nine of swords. So with the previous year in summary being the three of swords and that being about slow healing, healing yourself, forgiving yourself, and then the nine of swords here being the lessons learned from the past year. Maybe this is teaching you to not be in your head so much. Don't have those anxieties or those limiting self-beliefs telling you that I can't, or what if I do this and this goes wrong, and really getting in your head. You know, these thoughts, like, they're the thoughts that keep you up at night. If like, it's, I'm just looking at this picture, this guy on his bed up with his, his face in his hands, you know, that anxiety, staying up late at night. This can also be pointing to insomnia as well. But I'm feeling for the nine of swords, this is about you are coming to terms with the fact that you were in your head a lot last year. You're coming to terms with, you might have some self-limiting beliefs that really hold you back. But the number nine is so close to completion. So in the minor arcana, it's ace through 10. So one through 10. And 10 is the completion or the ending of a cycle. Nine is right there at that marker of being complete. So just know that you have worked so hard to get out of your own head and get things straight and let go of that anxiety. And it is right around the bend that you are completing this cycle and you're going to be 
learning new coping mechanisms even to be able to deal with these self-limiting beliefs, this anxiety or whatever is getting you in your head. The next card placement, the third card is the aspirations for the next 12 months. And we have the seven of cups in reverse. So when I look at the seven of cups in reverse here, let's look at it upright first. There's this guy standing here and he has so many options. So many options are in these cups. What opportunity is he going to take, okay? Um, not all of them are good. And of course, you know, all the cups are gold. Everything looks good, but you don't really know exactly like what's inside of it. One has treasure. The other one has a snake coming out of it. And I really feel like this is meaning that you guys really need to feel into your intuition this year, really feel into all the decisions that you are making, all the choices that you are making, all the opportunities that are placed in front of you and trust your gut. And I'm going to share something that I teach in my intuitive development workshop. Credit goes to John Holland because I did learn this from one of his books is to feel into your decision making by envisioning your solar plexus chakra, the yellow chakra that's in between your rib cage, swirling, getting bigger, getting brighter, getting more yellow. And then ask yourself, be present in the moment, of course. So, you know, being present with everything that's going on around you and ask yourself the question or what you're trying to decide on and then really feel into that does your body feel contracted or does it feel open if it's contracted that's most likely a no you shouldn't do that but if it's open and you feel excited about it then that's kind of a sign to say yes let me kind of take a closer look at this so it's all about taking a closer look at the opportunities that are coming towards you however when it comes to the aspirations for the next 12 months seven cups in reverse I feel like it's pointing towards maybe you're in your head thinking that you're not going to have all the opportunities that you're hoping for or that it's just like a wishful dream like oh I wish I could have that but it's probably not going to happen do not shoot yourself down like that try to be optimistic because just know nothing is impossible whatever you want to achieve can be achieved okay it does take a lot of hard work but the more steps even the little baby steps, even when you can't see the full staircase before taking that first step, if you just take that first step, it's a step in the right direction. And you can make whatever you want to manifest happen for you, but you really have to put in the work. And what I always say is if it doesn't happen, then it's not meant to be. There's something higher. There's something more to what you're trying to achieve. Some of the options or some of the things that you may be looking for may be impractical. I will say that maybe you're looking at a huge leap, a huge jump that takes more baby steps to get to, but you're not really thinking of the baby steps. You're just thinking of the finishing point. Remember all the little steps that come before getting to that big prize. But what I'm also seeing when I look at this card in reverse here is that this guy is unable to commit to picking one of these options. So maybe you guys do have a choice here to let's go back to the whole healing aspect when we talk about the self the slow healing and we talk about the nine of swords being you know kind of like blaming yourself or having anxiety and self-doubt and being in your head a lot maybe you're going to feel that you're unable to commit to moving forward maybe you get you're still getting caught in your head and i feel like this is to make the choice to either get out of your head and see what else lies ahead and of course, that's great advice is to find some sort of healing, whether that even be a third party source. So if you have to get a therapist to talk to them, to communicate with them, to try to get your mind straight, go for that. You know, no shame in the game when it comes to your mental health. 
always make that first and foremost. I feel like it's very underrated and a lot of people don't take care of their mental health, especially with these being swords and this being about mentality, you know, the mental state and stuff, your intellect and all that. I feel like this is really a cue right there um, with the slow healing of the three of swords and the nine of swords here talking about you taking control of your mental health right now, getting rid of that anxiety as well, the healing aspect of it. So whether it's to talk to a friend, but if it's something major that you really do need guidance and advice, definitely go to a therapist or try to find a therapist or something like that. A lot of people think that therapists are always expensive. That's not always the case. I found a very affordable therapist for myself. And it's all about, you know, your budget, what you can afford, but always look, there's always someone out there that will be able to help you. And I think they have apps now like therapy or counseling apps that you can download and talk to somebody if you need to. So always keep your head up. Don't try to shoot yourself down. So moving forward, we have the fourth card, which is about what is empowering you to reach your aspirations this year. We have the Ace of Cups in reverse. So the Ace of Cups in reverse, I feel like is pointing towards you possibly feeling emotionally drained from the year before. You don't want to feel like that anymore, okay? Like you don't want to have any type of emotional baggage or feeling like crap or none of that. You want to turn that around. So that is your aspiration that is empowering you is to go through that healing, not feel emotionally and spiritually drained and just keep moving forward. And the ace being a number one card, even though it's in reverse, number one can mean taking initiative, taking action. So actually beginning this new journey, this can be your new healing journey. And when I see water here, as you can see, the water is like pouring down in this cup. Whenever I see water, I think of healing. So I feel like healing, again, is a huge aspect of this year. The next card that we have in this placement is the fifth card. And this is what stands in your way of reaching your goals. Interesting enough, we have the six of wands. Now, this is a funny placement for the six of wands because ultimately the six of wands is a very, it's good. It's a good card. It's harmony and that you're feeling optimistic and you're, you're being like kind of cheered on. You're kind of getting the, I guess the attention um, that you'd want for achieving something and, you know, you're moving forward and people are proud of you and stuff. But I feel like what's holding you back with the six of wands is maybe the fear of success, the fear of change, seeing how better things could be only because you're comfortable where you're at. This is what you know, okay? So like, and I, I hate putting it like this though, but if you're comfortable with pain and, you know, being emotionally drained all the time, you may be afraid to move forward, to be afraid to be like, okay, like, well, what does the happiness side of this look like? Because I'm so comfortable here. I'm afraid to see what it's like if I move from what I know and what I'm used to. But sometimes you have to take those steps to move forward to figure out what is good. Because once you do feel and figure out what is good, you're not going to look back to all the icky, icky stuff, you know, that happened in the past. You're going to keep moving forward. And interestingly enough, when I look at the Six of Wands, I just noticed this. I'm looking at the Ace of Cups here. We have the Seven of Cups in reverse. I'm going to try to fit all these cards here in my hand. And then we have the, the Nine of Swords and the, the Three of Swords. 
So let's kind of look at all these together real quick. The Three of Swords is about the healing. The Nine of Swords is about banging your head and knowing that you need to move forward. Like this is keeping you up at night. And then we have the Seven of Cups being about maybe not possibly committing to the choices that you have on your plate. Or needing to really just feel in intuitively to the choices that you're going to make. And then we have the Ace of Cups, which is about being emotionally drained and you're tired of that. But then when we look at the Six of Wands here, the Six of Wands is marching forward on his horse. So what I feel like is that once you decide to make that choice that you want this, this change, you want this healing, you want to get out of your head, you want to change your life, you're going to be moving forward in grace. The only reason why I say again that this is the obstacle that is holding you back, this is really pointing to you are the only obstacle standing in your way that is holding you back right now. If you can't always blame outside sources for the position that you may be in, I mean, it always does take initiative and you can't just take initiative once and then it backfire on you or flop on you it's just a lesson learned okay you get back up and you try what plan b is plan c is you feel like you don't have any more plans well sit down and brainstorm meditate on it a little bit there's always something that can work out in your favor in the long run but you have to keep moving forward like the six of wands is doing here keep moving forward keep looking at the possibilities and stay positive. The next placement is six. We're halfway there, guys. And this is your relationships and emotions this year. Now, I absolutely love this because we have the Empress. One thing I will say about the Empress is that she is a card of fertility and pregnancy at times as well. So since this is in the relationship placement of the card, I feel like for some of you, this might mean pregnancy this year or baby, but it can also mean it in the physical sense or the non-physical sense of birthing a new idea, birthing a plan or project or something like that as well. So like fertility as the sense of you have a rich, creative mind constantly producing ideas. But what I'm seeing right now when I intuitively feel in to the Empress that this is really talking about the self-care, you know, self-love, taking care of yourself and really putting yourself first and forward, nurturing yourself. So when it comes to the beginning of this reading, when we had some pain happening last year and you were really in your head about it, this is about that slow healing. You are healing. If the Empress is coming out in here, this is where your emotions want to be. Your emotions are like pointed towards like, hey, I need to take care of myself, put myself first, create any boundaries that need to be in place and just love yourself. And even if you're a guy watching this right now, don't think that the Empress here is all just feminine energy. Now we all have feminine energy in us. Like there's not one woman that's just completely 100% all feminine. She does have masculine traits, just like, men have feminine traits as well it's not all just masculine traits but we have those energies we have the yin and yang so when it comes to your relationships and your emotions this year i feel like this is really pointing towards not external relationships and emotions towards other people but with yourself again empress strong card i feel like coming out for the self-care and the self-love aspects of your life 
especially with the rest of how this reading has been going about being in your emotions and being in your head and healing. Empress is definitely saying something right here. Take care of yourself. In the next placement, in number seven, we have career and finances for this year. We have the five of wands in reverse. So this makes me feel like there is some unhappiness happening in your financial life, in your career life, whatever that may be. So maybe you're looking for a new job. You don't know where to go. Maybe you're just kind of staying at the place that you're at, waiting for like the next opportunity to brush you by. But you're, you might not actively be trying to look for something else or change things right now. You might just be sitting where you're at, sitting where you're comfortable because you're tolerating things. I feel like you're tolerating things, even though, you know, the person right across from you might be really getting on your nerves right now. You're tolerating the situation. You might know that there's more to come. And five is the number of conflicts and stuff. So I just feel like there's a lot of conflict going in your career life right now, but also conflict possibly happening in your finances. Maybe your finances aren't exactly where you want them to be this year, but that's okay. This is just going to take some budgeting. Budget, budgeting is really coming clearly in my head right now. Budgeting, knowing all your expenses. So you can download an app for budgeting. You can do a spreadsheet on the computer, write down all your expenses, whatever you're paying, and just try to find the balance between what you're making or what's coming in and how you're going to be able to pay for that and then also have money for yourself and just making smarter financial decisions, okay? Try to brush off that conflict, that money mindset that you have right now about your finances and start telling yourself that you are going to start making moves, even if you have to live below your means for a little bit you're going to be able to overcome this conflict and really fix your finances over time. The next placement that we have is number eight, and this is for health and wellness. We have the Ace of Swords here. So funny enough, we have a lot of swords that seem to be coming out. So I feel like this is a lot to do with the mental health aspect this year, um, your intellect, your rational mind, and especially communication. Communication is also represented by the sword suit. So with the Ace of Swords being in the placement for health and wellness, I feel like what this is telling you is to tell you to really take initiative with your health and wellness and not just your physical health, but your mental health. And I feel like mental is a big one since this is the suit of swords and we had a couple swords already come out. Actually, most of the cards have been swords. Um, so I feel like this is really saying take care of your mental health, take initiative of that. Also, this can be psychological and emotional health as well, spiritual health. So make sure that you're just taking care of your health and well-being this year. Take initiative to make sure that things are all right. And purely by example from one of my own experiences, now this is the flip side because I did go to the doctors to get help because it was freaking me out. But I was going through this time where I had these glands in the bottom of my neck, they would swell up every single morning and they were huge and it was so painful to the point I couldn't swallow and I couldn't eat anything until this all went down. And I went to my local ear, nose and throat doctor. They were not able to find anything wrong with me. Um, and I was starting to get panicked and they were like, well, we can do a surgery and be able to remove those glands if it's bothering you. And I said, no, but then I talked to this holistic psychic medium and she was saying, oh, there's something wrong with your throat. I'm being drawn to oranges that you need to eat oranges and drink orange juice and things like that. And I thought it was silly. And I was like, no, like oranges, oranges and citric acid really flares this up and it, it's really uncomfortable. And she's like, you're going to have to go through the uncomfort if you want to have relief from it. 
So I did, and I almost crapped myself when the orange thing actually worked. But as I was saying, flip side, let's say I didn't go to the, the doctor to get an idea of what was going on. And I just kept on dealing with this constant inflammatory swelling that was happening underneath my neck. This would be what the Ace of Swords is trying to tell you. Don't ignore. If something is wrong, do not ignore it this year. Always take initiative. You can actually find it. Sometimes it's better if you find things out sooner than later in a lot of aspects. So definitely don't put your health and well, well-being on the back burners. Make sure you're taking care of that first and foremost. And I really do feel like this is kind of going along with the empress of just being on top of your self-care and then the slow healing part. You know, you, you want to move forward. Remember, you are possibly standing in your own way, but you do want to move forward towards this. You know, you don't want to keep going in the same cycle and stuff. So definitely take care of your mental health. Emphasis on you really want to take care of your health. Emphasis on the mental health with the sword. So the ninth placement is your spiritual energy and inner fulfillment. And for this, we have the Ten of Wands. Now, the Ten of Wands is about being burdened and a lot of hard work going into things and just kind of being worn out. Like you're doing a lot of work, but the Ten is always the symbol of completion, like you're almost done, okay? But when this comes to spiritual energy and fulfillment, and this is in reverse as well, I feel like you may be finding it hard to fit in your soul's purpose and developing your spiritual self and making making intentional time to devote to your spirituality. So this is basically telling you is that you don't have to be overburdened. You don't have to work so hard. You don't have to make this harder than what it has to be. It can be super practical. And that's actually what I like to teach people who take my courses as well, is you can manage to develop your intuition, your spiritual self with so much ease. It doesn't have to be this long drawn out process. Each and every day you have to spend two hours meditating. It doesn't have to be like that. Don't make it like that. Okay. A 10 minute meditation is just as good, especially if you're a beginner getting that in. If that's all you can fit in the day, at least you fit it in. Okay. At least you devoted that time to spirit or to your higher self or to your guides, whatever. But this is about just this year trying to make things a little bit easier on yourself. Don't beat yourself up if you're not getting the results or the goals that you're actually like trying to get right now. If things aren't happening as fast as you want them to, it's okay. It'll happen. But just take your time and try to find the time in your day when you can. Don't force it. If there's a day that goes by that you aren't able to devote to your spiritual health and inner fulfillment that's okay all right tomorrow is a new day you can always do this tomorrow there's really no deadlines when it comes to developing your spirituality or finding your inner fulfillment there's no deadlines here okay like there's things will fall into place when they're supposed to fall into place but what i'm being drawn to is really just filling into your intuition like i said earlier about the whole solar plexus exercise that I learned from John Holland and that expanding and you really filling into your intuition by asking yourself questions. That's a good way to kind of find time for your spirituality. When does it feel right to you? Like say if you're a mom like me and you just got both of your kids down and you might be really tired like oh but I could just at least take 10 minutes to meditate. I could take 10 minutes just do a journaling exercise or do some breath work or something like that. Like you can find these like little bits and pieces of time in your day to be able to center yourself and be more one with yourself. 
So when it comes to the 10th placement, we have what do you need to focus on currently? So this is the card that came out is the King of Pentacles. Now, when it comes to the King of Pentacles, I see the King of Pentacles as being a very grounded man, um, materialistic, but he knows that he has the control over it. Okay. And I feel like this is material success as well. Like this is the, the last card where you want to be here. Um, in the goals to your material success. So this is what spirit is telling you to focus on this year, not to be greedy, okay? And not to put everything into the material world, but make that a focus. And I feel like this is saying, get right with all the things physically going on in your life, your career, try to figure that out, okay? all your physical relationships that you have with people. If it's toxic, learn to set boundaries, learn to cut them off, learn to do whatever it takes so that you have the physical and like material success at the end of this year that you are looking for, okay? Like you don't want people draining you. Um, you don't want people taking advantage basically. So this is just saying set those stern and firm boundaries with yourself and with other people and be protective with what you have, okay? Don't be super open and giving, not saying that giving is a bad thing, but don't be super giving, especially like with your energy with other people to the point that they are really just energy vampires and sucking everything out of you. And don't be a people pleaser either. I mean, I, I say this with, as much as much love as I possibly can because I'm also a people pleaser um but it's stepping away from that people pleasing being able to set boundaries and say no and really just keep yourself your mental health your physical self sound this year the next placement we have is the 11th card we're almost done guys and this is your most important lesson that you have to learn this year and we have the Knight of Pentacles. So I feel like this is funny. We just had the King of Pentacles. Now we have the Knight of Pentacles being one of the important lessons that you, you're going to have this year. The important lesson this year is the journey that it's going to take to get to your goal of having that sense of boundaries and control with your career life, with your financial life, with your the physical aspects of your life, whether that be relationships as well. But as you can see, the Knight of Pentacles, he's very, he's grounded as well. And he, it looks like he's very like logical and analytical and really plans out his path before he starts taking action. So this may be a sign for you guys. If you are wanting the change in your life that you desire, you need to start mapping it out. This is the biggest lesson that I feel like you're going to learn here in 2023 is to be able to take initiative and action. However, make sure it's planned and very well thought out before taking action on it. Again, follow your intuition, really feel into your intuition and feel what choices are right and what are wrong. And I feel like this is exactly where this seven of cups in reverse is at, okay? So you're gonna have all these options here, like, you might be seeing these options here with this Knight of Pentacles, but you have to think about all the options that you have before you're going to take action. The message here is probably think before you act. <laughs> and then lastly, the 12th card, we have where are you headed in the next 12 months? And we have the Four of Swords. So Four of Swords, again, ending it on the sword suit 
So we mostly had a lot of swords in this reading, at least four. This would be the fourth swords suit out of a 12 card spread. So again, I feel like there's a huge emphasis on the mentality this year, your mental health this year, how you're thinking, your internal thought processes, all of that, your rational mind. There's a huge emphasis that spirit is really giving me here right now. And also it might be pointing to astrology signs like the air signs, like Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius as well. However, um, this is really about the mentality and the way that you go about thinking things through. So with the four of swords here, when it talks about where you're headed in the next 12 months, this is the card about rest and meditation. So intuitively, I'm feeling that this year is going to be a lot about the healing and making sure that you're taking a break and that you're taking a rest and that you're not overburdening yourself with all the things going on in your life. You're not trying to rush things through. You're just letting things kind of go day by day, how they're supposed to do in their own divine timing. Again, with this being a heavy emphasis on the mental health thing, if you have to go see a counselor, go see a counselor. If there's things that you got to work out, go make sure you work those things out. But make sure you are, again, setting strong boundaries with other people this year. Make sure you're really listening to your inner self-dialect. If it's negative, you know you need to change that. I am being drawn to positive affirmations too. So if you have to say positive affirmations, whether you write them down on a piece of paper or you tape them up on a mirror or something, somewhere where you're going to see them every day, make sure you say these positive affirmations every single day to try to counteract the negative or limiting self-belief that you may have. And also just reflecting. Four of Swords also points a lot towards reflection. So possibly each month, this year, take time to journal, whether that be 10, 20 minutes, and reflect on the previous month or the month that you just went through. And then at the end of the year, you're going to see how much you grew and how many things have changed for you if you keep reflecting back on what went on, how you overcame it. And these are going to become really huge lessons for you to learn of how you overcame these challenges that may be flowing towards you. So I really hope that the messages today resonated for a good bit of you and that you did take some guidance and advice that came out through the cards today. Again, I really feel like the guidance and advice that I can give you is ultimately to set boundaries, not get caught up in your head. If you have to go for professional help, go pr for professional help and talk to a counselor or a therapist, but also just having a good support system that you can communicate with is huge. With the Empress being the only major arcana card, and major arcana cards are typically the cards that are major themes, that's pointing that the one major theme this year is going to be about your self-care and your self-love and really just being grounded with who you are. So this looks like definitely a year ahead of self-healing and self-care and self-love. And there's no shame in that. Maybe this is the year where you're not going to be focused on huge New Year's resolutions like losing weight or gaining weight even or changing your diet, etc. 
it's going to be about healing yourself, which again, it might not seem big, but it really is a huge thing. And you're not going to regret it if you do dive deep into your own self-healing. Once you get through all the nitty gritty and all the challenges, I would say good challenges, but still challenging times that healing and self-healing can bring to you. Once you learn to get over all the things that need to be healed, there is a beautiful, wonderful world on the other side of that healing. So before we hop off here, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pull a guidance card for you as well. So the card that we picked or pulled for today is the guilt card. This says, I release any beliefs that no longer assist my soul's growth. Think of this beliefs, guys. We had almost a reading that had like four or five or whatever sword suits that came out of it and most of them were about being in your head and the self-healing and you know swords is all about mentality like I said and we have the guilt card again guilt being another like mentality that people have this is getting over that guilt don't feel that you need to people please other people know that you have to set your own boundaries with others and that you have to do what's best for you don't feel guilty for taking care of yourself is the biggest message that I feel like I'm getting here. If you have any limiting self-belief, now is the time to let that go or replace it with positive affirmations. Again, you can find some really good ones on the internet if you just search it. So search those positive affirmations, write ones down that resonate with you and say these every single day to get out of that limiting self-belief or negative self-talk. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel and also subscribe or follow my podcast channel as well. I send you guys so much love and I will chat with you in the next podcast episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Spiritual Mamas Podcast. Be sure to show your support and subscribe and follow to my channels. I'll catch up with you in the next episode.